0: Hello, and thank you for choosing to listen to episode number 16 of Kansas City Food Memories, where we take you on a stroll down memory lane and share memories and stories of our favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s. This one's a very special one for me personally, and you'll find out why in just a few minutes. But remember, first of all, that this is a taped presentation of a live radio show. It's on every Saturday from 10 to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, so you can try to listen online at odyssey.com. And remember, do not call or text in when prompted on here. Now, if you want to keep track of what we're doing, make sure you follow instructions during the show to how to get the emails. And also, you might want to get a pencil and paper ready today because it was open calls. And we have um, several different people want information about restaurants. So you might be surprised who you might know that was involved with restaurants or has some good stories to help me uh, present on the radio. So sit back and enjoy. This is a good one. Well, good morning and welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Today's show is going to be interesting and a bit scary for Toby and I. You'll understand why in just a few minutes. But um, Kansas City Food Memories, where we take you on a stroll down memory lane and share stories and memories of our favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s we're going on what 15 16 weeks toby and something like that yeah it's yeah. taken it's taken turns and grown in ways that you and i never foresaw
1: oh fried chicken crazy
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right you had to get that over with didn't you it didn't even come up once last week that was that was interesting no it's funny you know toby how long have you been on the radio how long 60 yeah. years 60 years yep. you know so, and i've listened to it i moved to Kansas City in 1986 and I fell in love with talk radio. I listened to Mike Murphy and mm-hmm. Dr. Saper and super fan Ed Beeler every single day and you on Saturday and I mean that religiously. Mm. And it's just so, you know, you really think you have a feel for way things are going to go and. We thought we had a good idea, something that would be kind of fun to do on the show. Yeah. But this has grown beyond anything you and I Crazy. expected. Yeah. So I don't, think, I don't know if I told you, but so our show is now being listened to in 15 different countries around the world. How many? 15. Cool. One, five. We just picked up Somalia and China and Japan this week. Good grief. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And it's, you know, we don't advertise anywhere out there. That's just word of mouth. You mm-hmm. know, people here that um, have friends and family that live somewhere out in the world, and they they miss being in Kansas City. And I've talked to a lot of people that um, that are relatively new, maybe 10, 15 years, but they love hearing these stories because it feels like that you become closer to what it is to be from Kansas City. That's so we right. share all these memories. And so it's a lot of fun that we do all that. So let's do some housekeeping. Uh, if you don't have the number programmed in your phone yet, the phone number is 913-586-7798. You know that is we way do th- too fast. We do things quicker on my show. Mm-hmm. I only have Slowly. an hour. I don't have four hours to stroll and take my time <laughs> and talk slow like <laughs> you do. But put that on your speed dial. We are going to open up the phone lines probably at about ten minutes after. So uh, we'll be taking open calls because my guest that I have today is, is doesn't have a lot to say. She's very soft spoken and and won't go on and on. That was um, like you. <laughs> yeah, like me. <laughs> All right, then so um today's show is sponsored by made possible by Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. It is a business that was began by Sherry Dunsing uh 30 years ago and uh we've uh, the business has grown rather well. How Maybe, did it start? Um it's, well, we'll find we'll go into that in just a little bit. Okay. So if you want to keep track of what's going on, I have some amazing guests planned for the next 3 to 4 weeks. So you do want to know about it. Go to MakeThemSmile.com. That's the website for my business. Top left-hand corner, it says an email newsletter. You want to sign up for that. So you'll get a heads-up on guests. Um, Like when I had Costello's Greenhouse, the family on two, three weeks ago, they gave me the recipe for their wedding soup, Mm -hmm. and I made that available at the restaurant. So if you want to follow up on things like that, that you want to... That wedding soup oh, is amazing. Have you eaten a little bit of that this oh, week? Oh, EJ and I love that. Oh, it's it's an amazing soup. It is. You know, I, I took the recipe and just barely changed it just a little tiny bit to the way we do things. So you're going to want to go uh, be able to do that one. We're on every Saturday here from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. But if you miss it or if you have friends out of the country that missed it and want to catch it, you can uh, listen to our podcast. You can go to any podcast provider. Including Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, and just look up Kansas City Food Memories and sign up for that, and you get alerts on that one. So that's what you can do. Well, Toby, I've delayed it as long as we can. Let's talk to today's guest. Our guest today, her name is Sherry Dunsing. Any relation? Yep. Uh, yes. You're kidding. Well, Sherry, welcome to <laughs> Kansas City Food Memories.
2: thank you i'm glad to be
0: here this is something you swore you would never ever do
2: yeah i did it once i thought that was enough but i'm back
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and this is sherry dunsing she's my better half um with much better much better Mm -hmm. half and we kind of joke we much like toby and ej you know we work together 24 7 but it's um we have a system at best regards that we've been doing for 30 years and it's um i'm the accelerator and she's the brakes Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just um yeah, the brakes are usually on all the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> she tries to, but you know, <laughs> I mean, like any vehicle, you can't operate properly without the two. You know, if you have two sets of accelerator on a car, you're you're going to wreck pretty fast.
1: Mm, true.
0: And uh, sometimes she takes her role as the brakes and slowing things down a little too seriously, but but that's okay.
2: Okay, but in my defense, anybody who knows you <laughs> realizes you how important to- my job is. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, I I I'll go with that. I'm okay with that. So when I came to you back in December, and so you were the second person to find out I wanted to do a show. I told Toby first, and it's um, and 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 in my defense, the reason I um I brought up to Toby is I need to find out if it was even possible, because if it wasn't even possible to do a show after Toby's, I'd why go through the the challenge of, of discussing it with you. But when I first told you I wanted to do the show, what did you say or what did you think?
2: Well, at first I probably was like, Oh God, something else <laughs> Not for him to be out of the bakery. Um, but second, I was like, I knew this was coming. I, I knew it. I could guess it. Yeah. It just seemed like a logical transition.
0: Well, good. Well, you know what? Here's the funny thing. So I didn't tell Sherry at all that I was wanting to do this. And so, um, So when I went to go break the news to her, I said, all right, Sherry. I said, don't do what you usually do. Don't immediately shoot it down and say it's a dumb idea and warm up later. Let's just skip the first step. So just listen to what I have to say. Think about it. And it's something I really want to do. She goes, oh, my gosh. Let me guess. (laughs) You want to start your own radio show? So so, I took the wind out of my sails on that. So why are you here today?
2: I am here to support you. Um, to tell you that I think this is this is a great idea. We've had such a good... Um, is this the
1: Sherry I know saying
0: this? <laughs> yeah, I know. N-
2: this is the nice me first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we've had such a good response. We've got such loyal uh, customers, and they're behind us. You know, they could see the logical transition as well. You know, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to be there for you but also to kind of help people see a little bit about what's going on on the other side and maybe defend (laughs) myself a little bit too oh you're
0: fine you're fine (laughs) you've got a great reputation out there all right so you grew up in Topeka uh, you know lifelong restaurant over there so do you have any specific food memories or any restaurants you miss from Topeka just one or two
2: um, Well, probably first, besides my mom and my grandma's cooking, that would probably be what I miss the most. But probably a lot of my food memories are around things that you and I did when we were dating and places we would go out to eat too. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we. I mean, now that I look back on it, we spent a lot of time going out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably where it all started.
0: Well, it's research for this point in my life. Exactly. So, who did you miss? What restaurants?
2: Um. Twisters is probably first to come okay. to mind. That was one of, I think, probably first of our dating spots, Twisters.
0: Okay, so if they're for the, I know we have a lot of listeners in Topeka, and I'm going to do a show later this summer specifically on Topeka, but this uh, Twisters was just northeast of Washburn campus, which is where I met Sherry. And it, I, I could best describe it, it was basically a fried calzone, would be my guess, a deep fried calzone. But they were absolutely wonderful. I haven't been able to find anything on them. So if there's anybody out there from Topeka that knows anybody of the family that was involved with Twisters and Topeka, get me some information because I I may get you involved on the show when we do that. All right. Anybody, any place else in Topeka?
2: Um, Perubskis, Perubskis Chili. okay. Miss that. Yeah. Um, and I know they had recently retired, but somebody else took over. Right. So hopefully I can still get my chili fixed. Okay. Um, Bobo's Drive-In. Okay. Another one.
0: Where's your favorite place to go after your many nights oh. of late night drinking?
2: Well, let's see. <laughs> Not that there were many, but I would say Peru, um, Poor Richards. Poor Richards, yeah. Poor Richards, yeah. Made, that was famous. Yeah. Uh, right. My go to was their fried mushrooms. Yeah.
0: All right. So we'll, we'll cover Topeka in a couple weeks. So, how about Kansas City?
2: Well, I've kind of been thinking about this, but the strangest thing is, is that I don't really consider myself a big chick- fried chicken fan. Good, cuz we I, don't
0: really talk about that. Yeah, here. yeah.
2: But when I started thinking about some of the places I liked, oddly enough they serve fried chicken. Um so I would have to say that there's a place called Some Place Nice that used to be down by KU Med. Yes. It was one of my favorites.
0: 39th and Rainbow Northwest corner of the intersection. It was called was it, it was called Some Place Nice. Huh. And it was a fried chicken <laughs> and pizza buffet. And they had these little sliced potatoes. That were uh, dredged in the um, the same dredge and coating as the fried chicken. And it was absolutely wonderful. I remember going there and I would get a whole plate of the, just those potatoes huh. and a couple of pieces of chicken. Never heard of that. I haven't, you know, but so if there's anybody out there who knows anything about um, someplace nice, I'd love to talk to somebody who used to be involved cool. there and find out what the secret to it was. What else, what else do you miss?
2: Um, another one would probably be Katie Fryers. Yes. Sorry. That's the one on
0: 87th Street we were talking about, Toby. (laughs) Okay. So I lived at the Rose Hill Point Apartments that was directly across the street from the little strip mall. I lived there for a couple years and never went to go eat there because food can't be that good at a strip mall right next to where you live. Oh. You know, you've got to drive across town to go someplace (laughs) to eat. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's human nature, right? grass is always greener way across the street. So we we went there and we took um, Sherry's mom and dad to go eat there. And I'll be, uh, it was the most amazing fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life. Oh. I mean, it, it seriously is number one. And it's just so, and Sherry's um, dad says, we're going to come up once a month to go eat there. Because, I mean, it was that good. He wanted to go do that. And how many more times do we eat there? Once?
2: Once, yeah. Once. That's funny.
0: And then they had a fire in the kitchen, and it took them a year to finally to work out with insurance, and then they never reopened.
1: Well, that's too bad.
0: I know. So, I'm trying to. So, if there's anybody who knows the family that owned KT Fryers, I'd love to have them on the show and maybe find out what they did that made yeah. it so amazing. Yeah. So far, we're two for two on fried chicken.
2: I know. And I hate to mention number three and four, but I'll switch over to Annie Santa Fe. Okay. Yeah. That was close to where we lived.
0: Yeah. there. There's a couple so, of them are one, Oak Park, another one down by the plaza.
2: That Annie Do you sauce. ever eat there?
0: Yes. Yes. I'm still good. working on the Annie sauce. Uh, for people that uh, – listeners that know that's one of my priorities, this summer I'm going to have like three or four shows in a row about Gilbert Robinson. And so oh. I want I I to talk about the structure of the business, why they changed. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, they really changed the entire restaurant scene for the United States. Yeah. You know, I mean, they took – because, you know, you had the the Bennigans, the Applebee's, you know, that tried to franchise and go national, but they, they cheapened the quality of the food. They didn't understand the importance of the experience. Gilbert Robinson, they understood the importance of systems, but they also understood the importance of relationships with the customers. Yep. And so that's why they deserve a whole series of two or three shows, and I'm hoping to get a couple of the, the chefs that originated some of the recipes because I really wanted to get that recipe for the Annie's sauce. Somebody gave me one, a copy of the recipe. from It says, do not copy from Annie's Santa Fe, you know, top secret m- recipe. So I tried that. It's junk. It's fake. really it's fake. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know what that was. It tasted nothing uh, like what we what, what we did. So we'll figure that out. Yeah. All right. So we're 3 for 3 now on fr- Well, no, that wasn't fried chicken. That was Mexican food.
2: Okay. So I don't really remember the name of it, but there was a fried chicken place out by the legends that we went to a couple of times. And the only thing I really remember about it is that there was a guy dressed as a chicken that would stand <laughs> out there and wave you in. And Yeah, it was great. Yeah, this wasn't
0: that long. I think this was probably around 2010, Two thousand twelve. but it was um, out at the Legends, so it's right next door to, like, where the um, famous Dave's Barbecue and the Russell Stover Chocolates. It was kind of in the back over there. Okay. So if there's anybody that knows who that was, the family that did that, it was, I mean, it was family-style fried chicken, and it ranked right up there with KT Fryers. I mean, it was that good. Mm. We went out there with your mom and dad, and how many times did we eat there?
2: Oh, maybe twice. Twice, and yeah. then they went yeah, out. Of, they business. went out of
0: business and disappeared. Yeah. Wow.
2: I mean, you know, fried... if I'm
0: going to open a restaurant, I'm not having you two in. <laughs> no, here's the deal: it's fried chicken, because you know we've we've all talked about fried chicken that you can't beat fried chicken from the '80s and '90s, and we kind of wondered how come you can't make it as a business anymore. I mean, RC's is uh, they've done a great job; they've survived, you know. And the original um, Strouds up north is still fantastic, mm-hmm. but other than those two. Nobody does it the same way that it used to be. No. You know? And, and, Too much work. Well, I, you know, you and I, Toby and I, we've talked about this off the air. There's, we have a couple different theories. You know, the quality of the chicken itself has totally changed. Mm-hmm. You know, factory chickens. I, I want to do a show sometime this summer or fall. I want to do kind of a panel discussion. I want to find somebody that understands how the, 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 the quality of the chicken that's available to sell has changed. And you know, I might see if I can get somebody like Colby Garlits from Rye. I mean, they're five-star chefs, and they understand. And they do. They do a fantastic fried chicken. You know, I I, I want to have a discussion to talk about this about why it really changed. Yeah. And what we can do at home to recreate that. But we'll do that. Okay. So you have any other fried chicken joints you want to talk about?
2: Uh, yeah, one what? more, but I don't actually know the name of it. You took me there probably a couple years ago. In the most convoluted way to get there. Actually. Okay, for the
0: listeners out there, yes, Sherry is my wife. We do not have these discussions at home. We're together twenty four seven, but she runs things in the kind of in the back and the cookie decorating department, and I deal with all the the customers up front and the bakery production. So we don't always get to have conversations. So I'm hearing this the same time as you. <laughs> all right. So no, a couple okay. years so, ago,
2: yeah, we went to this place. It was in front of a brewery. All I remember is being very concerned of the fact that I didn't know where I was and kind of wondered if you were, like, going to oh, just leave me oh,
0: somewhere. Oh, I know you talking about.
2: It was amazing. amazing. Oh, it was
0: a food truck over yeah. in um, uh, Blue Springs. Oh, gosh, I can't remember his name. He had shut down because he moved down to, um, he works with uh, a Barbecue Relief. And um, he does, I mean, it was, it was the best fried chicken. Mm-hmm. He actually, he uh, soaked the chicken in buttermilk, and then he sous vide it. To, oh. to get it really tender, and yes. then afterwards he breaded it and fried it, flash fried it to get. Okay. Ooh man. Yeah, and I mean, it's I, I, he might be listening, and I know people, but he stopped doing the food truck for a little bit, and I just told him if he ever comes back, I'll give him all the publicity he he can handle. Yeah,
2: that yeah. W- that was amazing. Yes. And, but I think we only went there twice. Also. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I'm, before I'm guessing, he left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's um, I'm, I'm, I'm imagine Jasper or somebody's about to send me a text on who that one is. Um, But yeah, that's a good one. All right. So reminder to the callers, we uh, will be um, taking open calls on some of your favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s. And um, the phone number to call in is 913-586-7798. Now, that's also the same um, as the text line. So if you're too shy to call in and you want to um, just text in, answer a couple of these questions, we're open to do that, to take that as well. All right. So what do you think so far, Sherry? Not too bad?
2: No, not too bad. Now I see where you uh, are off to when it's going crazy for (laughs) us. Yeah. So everybody back at the bakery holds it together. They're doing a fine job. Um, I do real quick, you know, since I am here, I want to say hello to a few people who I know are really avid listeners and who really support us. Um, First, hi mom and dad, of course, in Topeka. Um, Also, Ann, I won't say everybody's last name, Anne and uh, Mike. Actually, there's a couple of Mikes that are out there. Armando, hello. Thank you. Um, and to a really new friend who I hope to meet someday, Barbara. Oh, we, Jeff's yeah. mother. Jeff's mom, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara, for listening, and I hope to get a chance to meet you.
0: Well, you know, it's funny, Toby. Some of these people come in, they don't just say, I listen. They come in and say how it's changed, you know, their life, you know, being able to carry on. It's bring. To, to, to reach a stage in life, you think your memories are gone forever, mm-hmm. but when you hear a story and it brings back a memory you have n- literally cool. not thought of for 40 years. Yeah. This happened to you several times. You're going to interrupt me, aren't you?
1: I, well, I want to mention one thing Okay. for our callers. We only have one lady, my special lady, okay. answering the phone. And this particular phone line, they all light up at once. So even keep hanging in there. Yep. So be patient. Yeah, be patient, but she will get to you and get you on hold. All right. Okay. Sounds good. We're going to talk with Phil. Okay. Good morning, we Phil. That. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
3: Earlier you were mentioning about a chicken
0: restaurant uh, out
3: in western Kansas City, Kansas. Could that be Miss Pete's chicken there? It was on stage. West, of we're at six thirty-five uh, in that area. There,
0: well, the um, that's come up before. Mrs. Peter's Fried Chicken, and a couple other places. The place that Sherry was bringing up, I think, might be called Granny's Chicken. Okay. Uh, somebody just because this was relatively new out at the Legends. Okay. Uh, so uh, somebody's t- texting in. It might be Granny's Chicken by the Tamborello family mm-hmm. that, that did that out there. So does that sound familiar, Sherry? That doesn't sound familiar. All right, we'll have hey, somebody else. Go ahead. Can I say
3: one other thing? Uh, of course. I don't know if you mentioned it on the show yet, but the great Carl DeCapo passed away. Yes, he this he week.
0: passed away this week. Yeah, um, I don't know if you saw that, Toby, but Carl DeCapo, the yeah, I did not. Yeah, the um, the you know led the um, Italian, Italian Gardens. Gardens. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's a legend in this family, and one of my regrets of this show and not starting it until January, there's, there's was people like Carl DeCapo. You know, I would have absolutely loved to have had him on the show and tell some of the stories that, that he has. That so great. Yeah, you know, and that's and, I, and what I want people out there to understand is that. And we'll sometimes, you know, we'll we'll give it a couple months. I'd love to bring his wife on to tell stories about it, and you know, maybe one of his kids. Um, Get
3: his son on. His yeah. son knows a lot. Yeah, about we'll him. bring
0: them in, uh, bring them on the show because I mean, they are a legendary restaurant that really helped create the food scene that we have here in Kansas City. And it's so. My aunt,
3: my aunt was Jenny Red. Jenny's rostran at Fifth and Cherry. Oh sure. Yeah. Did yeah. you send
0: me a uh, email yet?
3: No, not yet. I didn't really. I didn't get your uh, your information. Okay. On All right. So
0: um, uh, you can get it on the podcast. But for the people out there that know somebody, my personal email is robert at make dot com. So if you know somebody like a Carl that uh, DiCapo out there that deserves to have their story heard. Um, that's my number one priority because it's, you know, part of the, of how us people here in Kansas City today can honor those that made life possible the way we have it here, how lucky we are. I want to honor them by, sh- by sharing their memories and remembering their stories. So those of you out there that know somebody from Jenny's or any of the other restaurants, shoot me an email, Robert at make them And I'll talk to you and we'll bring you in on the show and, and, and share those. So, uh, Phil, thank you for calling. I appreciate that. It gives me the um, opportunity to remind people yeah, what I we will. need to do. Anytime. All right. If you don't send me an email, you're not allowed to call in again. No, I'll send you an email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks Thanks a lot, Phil. Bye-bye. All right.
1: Good morning, Chris. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
0: Hi. How are you
4: doing? Doing good. Hey, uh, you were talking about a food truck in front of a brewery? Yes. Uh, That's it it. Wilma's. That's it, Wilma's Fine Food. And and Brett Atkins.
0: Brett Atkinson, is, yes, he, is,
4: the guy. he yeah. is
0: a rock star chef, and he does so much work for helping people in need with Operation Barbecue Relief. Yeah, great guy. That, great ab, guy. Absolutely, he's, he's one of Kansas City's uh, uh, rock stars. And what was the name of it? It was called yeah. Wilma's uh, Fine Foods or Wilma's Food Truck was what That's it was. Yeah, is what what it was called. Okay. But yeah, but he's living down in the Lake of the Ozarks, kind of uh, running a camp for Operation Barbecue Relief. Hmm. I don't know if you remember them, Toby. If there's a major disaster somewhere in the country, okay, like yes. tornadoes, they go in, they they, they they smoke up you know ten thousand yeah. pounds of meat. That's yeah. that's who he's working okay, with cool. now. So I mean, while I miss his fried chicken, I mean he's he's moved on to a higher purpose and big time. Yeah. So I mean, it's just I'll I'll suffer for a little bit. But any of you out there that are friends with Brett. Um, See if you could talk him to come up and just doing something short-term. Because did you ever have his fried chicken? You talking to me? Yeah, yeah Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I think his, it, it was absolutely fantastic. Well, Chris, um, if you know any other food people in town that I need to be aware of, shoot me an email. All right. But, but th- thank you for calling really and filling day. that in. Yep. Cool. Bye. Yep. Bye.
1: Goodbye, Chris. Good morning, Steve. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
3: Good morning. I was I I, I listened to you guys a lot and I think you've talked about this one before but uh, Ruby's soul food
0: oh yes I uh, do you know anybody from there
3: I, I don't know anybody from there but a Overland. couple real quick stories that were um, uh, Ruby was a sweet little lady and could cook like nobody's business uh, but the she did everything in crock pots and did she really there was a Oh yeah, whole table lined up, you know, it was buffet style, and everything were, was in crockpots, and um, the place was always full of Kansas City police because the food was so great. Um, I always used to laugh that there's no fire get fired, fire firefighters in there because with uh, it's probably a fire hazard with all the extension cords <laughs> and crockpots. Yeah, but uh, the the other thing. Uh, Ruby is uh, old school, and you go into the the bathroom there, and she had signs everywhere, uh, do's and don'ts. And one of them was, uh, do not comb your hair over the face bowl, which was (laughs) her old school way of saying sink.
0: (laughs) All right, Steve, you brought up something else that's real important to me. We have not done a single show on this, but it's something I want to do. That the, the restaurants from the urban core set the stage for every restaurant in Kansas City in the last 80 years. And I really want to do something. Ruby's is, 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 is a big, good, great example of that. So, if any listeners out there, if you know anybody that's familiar with some of the restaurants, older restaurants from even the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s from the urban core, and specifically Ruby's, I really want to do a story on Ruby. I've read so many secondhand, thirdhand stories about Ruby's. And the soul food was there and the environment she had. And, I mean, that cracks me up about the signs. So anybody out there, if you know somebody from either Ruby or Ruby's family, I will absolutely put them on the show so we can share those stories. So, Steve, her, her. try to do some research for me. Call call some of your friends that would probably know. Check with uh, friends okay. in the police department. They might know.
3: There you go. Uh, Ruby Mac- McIntyre was her last name. Okay. If that helps anybody.
0: Yep. So, okay, anybody out there, has put the call out. Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, this is your chance to set, step up and provide a public service. <laughs> you ate there <laughs> for careful, a num- Robert: You ate there for a number of years. Now's your chance to pay back. Help us track down okay. Ruby McIntyre and see if we can and her family. All right, thanks a lot, Steve. I appreciate you calling okay. us.: Thank you. All right. Good morning, Bill. Welcome to Kansas
1: City Food Memories. Bill, you're there.
0: Do we have the right name? Okay, Bill. If you can hear us and your name's not Bill, speak up. Yeah. Hello. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. It's Joe. Joe. Okay, sorry, yes. Joe. <laughs> well,
5: what I wanted to ask you is if you've mentioned Italian restaurants, if you mentioned Cascone's north of the river.
0: Oh, that's a good one, too.
5: Well, the reason I call is because we used to go there in the, when they were in their old building. It was back in the 80s, and they would, during your dinner, depending on what season it was, they would call a famous Football or baseball player to the phone. I remember one night they called. They had a telephone call for George Brett. You know, and everybody would look, and if you would go and ask him, they didn't know because they didn't answer the phone, so they didn't know who, if he was there or not. That just, <laughs> they did that all the time, and it got people in because you'd go in there on weekends or during a game, and it'd just be packed. <laughs> I don't know where you'd ever heard of that or not.
0: No, I had not. See, those are the so. stories I want to. I I love hearing about.
5: Well, it's still there. Cascones built a brand oh, new yeah. building on the uh, same side, and they put a baker in the old one. It's
0: oh yeah, much now. no, there's there's some legendary Italian places. You know, you got Cascones, you got Jaspers, you've got yes. some places that that have been here for a long time. Yeah,
5: you I've know, been to both, but Cascones is much closer to me, and they have good food there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, good. Well, it's my goal is to bring back some of these people and hear some of the original stories, and love to have Jasper come out and talk about his dad. Or oh, yeah. Jasper Senior, would, yeah. things that he went through back then, and I mean just yeah. you know the Casconis. Let's find out what they kind I of used, went through. And
5: I used to work at a bank, and it's back in the seventies when the original Jasper was there, and it was at Seventy Fifth of Warner Road. And I oh, would yeah. see his dad, Dad Leonard, would come in about every other day and make a deposit to their account. They had yep. their account.
0: Well, you know we had um, what was that Frank, Frank yep. Bowl and Rod Gray were both on, and they were talking about when Jasper was at the original location. They had the grill cook that was um, ran the grill outside in the parking lot cooking the Italian sausage.
5: Was that when they were seven on seventy fifth? Yes, one?
0: yes. Yeah. And they were ta- and yeah. Frank and Rod both talked about how they couldn't drive past that, so they'd park in the parking lot at the gas station right there, go grab the, you know yeah. a, 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 you know, grilled Italian sausage. <laughs> it, and I remember okay. Jasper uh, t- sent me a text that the guy who I ran that why. grill still works at Jasper's. Is that right? Yeah, he still works there. Oh, my God. Yeah,
5: but but they used to sell a lot of meat.
0: Meals that was Oh, oh, gosh, yes, yeah, can't do that anymore. <laughs>
5: no, I know it.
0: <laughs> All right, well, thank you well,
5: very much. Enjoy your program.
0: Well, Joe, I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah, listeners, if remember, if you know some of these people, let's get them on the air and share those stories.
5: Okay, thank you. All right,
0: thank you, Joe. hmm Good morning, Kim. Welcome to
1: Kansas City Food Memories.
6: I have a question for Susie, but it's about Topeka. So I'm sorry if oh, I'm. Oh, for going Sherry. Back. No, that's
0: all right. Go ahead.
6: Um, we, My daughter was in a car accident um, several <laughs> years back, and um, it's probably been about four years. Anyway, we ate at a wonderful Italian restaurant that was near Storm of Vale Hospital. And I don't remember what it was. It was kind of a traumatic time for us, and I just don't remember the name of it. I don't know if she has. Um, any thoughts on that, or?
2: Oh gosh, no. I'm sorry, I don't. Only because I have lived here now for 32 years, um, so most of the restaurants that I'm familiar with are ones from from you know way back. Sorry, so I how, don't how have How long one. ago
0: was that, Kim?
6: Um, let's see. It was uh, for my grandson. Is
0: three or four years ago. All right. Yeah. Okay. By Stormont Vale. Yes. Okay. All right. So Sherry's mom and dad, um, Nando and Carol, are probably listening. So if you know what Italian restaurant um, that that Kim is thinking about, send, send Sherry a text. And um, okay. if if I don't find do out, they to, know
1: how to text.
0: Uh, they do. Okay. They do. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, send us a text, and then we'll. Um, if I don't put it, if I don't get it in time to be on the air today, I'll put it in my email on Tuesday. So, Kim, okay. make sure you go online and sign up for my email. We'll pass that on. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll be able to do that. Thank okay. you for calling. Right. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye, Kim. Good morning, George. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
4: Hey, yes. Uh, I uh, spoke with Robert the other day, and he invited me to call in. I was uh, concerned uh, about if anybody had any information about uh, any of the cooks from Patricio's 99th and Holmes. Uh they had a exquisite burrito, wrapped in a large flour tortilla with uh, refried beans, and had an exquisite sauce—you might say cheese sauce—which was the consistency of gravy that just uh, really enhanced it. And uh, I really miss it. They've been gone for a few years. And
0: uh, do you remember Patricio's? Yes, Toby? I do. Uh, where were they?
1: 99th and, 99th and
0: Holmes. 99th and Holmes. Yeah. Do you remember the breedo he's talking about? <laughs> yes. Okay, wait a minute. Hold. On. How many years ago was this? Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> I lost track of time. <laughs> well, okay, so you're, you're talking 30, it's, maybe 40 years ago, oh, and you're telling yeah, me both less, of you. Less than that. Uh, yeah. Well, the story's funnier yeah. if I say 30 10, or 40.
4: Maybe 10 years ago.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So so 20 or 30 years ago, you guys had a burrito with a sauce on it, and yeah. you actually remember that burrito with that sauce. Yep. I do. Oh, yes. All right, George. Let's see what we can do. So somebody brought up Patricios in the early stages. hasn't come up in the last few weeks. So if there's anybody out there that remember anything about Patricios, and specifically about the burrito, shoot me an email. I'm expecting a lot of emails now. That is
1: funny. I haven't thought about that place in a long time. See, that's
0: that's a good example. Yeah. You know, that that somebody brings up a specific dish or a meal, mm-hmm. in this case a burrito with a Bam. special sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you remember what it looks like, what it tastes like. Yeah. It was, so let's see if we can help George out. I mean, he was, he was really depressed when I saw him earlier this week. He's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't laugh. That doesn't sell it. You can't laugh, I George.
4: Might, I might add, too, that some of the best Mexican pork chili I've had uh, since the mid-'60s is... Oh. Uh, Jalisco's Restaurant, uh, tender chunks of pork with uh, spicy broth. They serve with flour tortillas. And it's probably got a little too much uh, fat content for a lot of people, but uh, that's... Uh, All
0: right, George, uh, if you miss pork chili, have you been to Los Alamos?
4: Uh, yes. Uh, okay, uh-huh.
0: okay. you need to go back there and give them a try. Los Alamos at, what What intersection is that, Trey?
2: I think... Thirteenth and Summit. Summit, yeah, it's right there mm-hmm. on the
0: corner. It's an old-fashioned Mexican. It's a cook counter, but uh, they have three different kinds of pork chili there.
2: Yeah, but, you're you're talking okay. my language now. Pork chili is how I gauge a good Mexican restaurant. I mean, I grew oh, up yeah. obviously. I grew up with obviously getting the best around. But if I go to a, a Mexican restaurant, I will determine how. Authentic and how good that is. I mean, you talking about it right now is just making me crave it. I mean, there, <laughs> there's, well, there's just something about that that just sets it apart. Um, the other right. really good one that I've had before is at a place, little place called Ninfa's. Mm. Um, oh, okay. They I'm make familiar. yeah, they make a Fun. killer one.
1: Where are they at? They Kansas Avenue.
0: Yeah, on Kansas Avenue. Kansas yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Armoredale.
2: About Eighth or 9th. Something yeah. like that. Okay, Little now, place. they're not
0: open on right. Saturdays and Sundays. Or they might be open Sunday till 2. Oh, no, great.
2: Saturdays till yeah, 2. Yeah, Saturday
0: till 2. So, But they're great food. They're not open for dinner. Mm-hmm. But if you go there, uh, make sure you get the fried flour taco.
2: And oh, the pork okay. chili.
0: Now, forget about Sherry's pork chili. Get, <laughs> get my fried...
2: <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I'm and, not going to
0: forget about it. Sherry.
2: And then also get tortillas to bring home because... Yeah, those tortillas will change your life.
1: The show is killing me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got. Can we tell everybody back at the bakery that we won't be in? We gotta go to lunch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think our employees are gonna be thrilled with that idea.
4: Yeah, and I think I had a delivery left a package on uh, uh, Toby's uh, front porch last week. Oh yes, you did. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yep. All right. All right. We
1: had a fun past week. I will tell you.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your time and uh if uh, I hope somebody uh oh, know, I- has some information on that uh, burrito and uh the the uh, gravy some of the cooks are still around but uh it's uh, been a pleasure talking with you. All right,
0: you. thank you. We'll look we'll I'll let you know what information I find. All right. All right. Thanks, right. Thank, th- thanks a lot, George. All right, Bye. I'm getting several texts online. So there's about three different Mexican restaurants that people online are telling me are related. There was, um, gosh, I'll, I'll, I'll sort through this later. I'll get the information. Okay. So uh, we'll get that. So if, if if we've
1: got some open lines, if you've been trying to get in, 913
0: 586 Nine, eight. And remember, if if the phone just rings when you call in, just give it a minute or two for uh, EJ to get caught up answering the calls.
1: But you can get in right now.
0: Yeah, this new system, because back at the old, before they updated the system, what was there? Two physical phone lines. Four. 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 But you could put two, you could put lines on hold, so. Yeah, so the brilliant management of the station, they switched to a software system that allows how many phone lines? Six. Six phone lines. And and you can't can't put them on hold. you can't. Turn any of them off. Yeah, right. So all of a sudden, E.J. could go from no calls to six calls all at once.
1: Which is just about happening. So let it ring, let it ring, (laughs) she'll get to you.
0: We'll be able to do that. So if you have answers to some of these mysteries that we brought up, um, go ahead and send me an email, robert at makethemsmile.com. You're welcome to come by our bakery, Best Regards Bakery and Cafe, and you could talk to either Sherry or myself. Share your stories. And we are in... Sherry's in the back room making delicious cookies. Well, she's coming out more often now. Is she? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she comes out and talks to people. She's working less now than she has in the past.
1: No, what? She she, she, are you she, she still paying her? Oh,
0: she's better at schmoozing. <laughs> and you're paying her, too, well, yeah. and she's working less? Well, no, not Good really. Grief. She's she's quite the schmoozer now.
1: Oh.
2: I don't, wouldn't go that far.
0: Oh, mm. you've always been the better schmoozer. Yeah.
2: People are just very curious about you. They, about you or me? About you. Yeah. So they want to come up and ask me questions that they... for real? Yeah. Yeah, they want to know. Yeah. You know, what's he like, you know, when he's not on the air, or he's not up here. There's a you lot know what of number, questions. You know
0: what the number one question I get from people that come in? They want to know if you and I have had our fried chicken yet, Toby. I don't do fried chicken. <laughs> well, apparently not. Every, every time we set up meetings or dinner yeah, dates. They get canceled. Yeah, they all get... They've gotten canceled. Yeah, yeah. So when are you going to pencil me in now, Uh, Mister Busy? Let's see. uh, What year is this? Twenty-two. Okay. So you're you're always so. How 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 many hours of work a week do you work? About eighty. About eighty. Yeah. For a four-hour show. Yeah. Yeah. I guess five now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still too busy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm being nice. I'm not going to get fried chicken until you can come with us. Okay.
1: Oh, is Sherry coming? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. I would have done it a
0: long time ago. <laughs> I thought it was just you. Well last time would I have enough of you. Well the the last time you canceled like like two hours before dinner. So we went oh. out there anyway, but we didn't get the fried chicken because I knew okay. you'd be upset. Mm-hmm. We went to Jess and Jim's instead.
1: Oh, quiet. We gotta talk with Bridget. Good morning, Bridget. <laughs> Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
6: Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Cool. <laughs> um my memory goes back to I'm going to tell my age. I'm going to be 65 this year. But when I was a kid, for special occasions, like Mother's Day, we went to a place called Henry's in a, over in North Kansas City. I think it's by where uh, Cascone's is. Okay. But they specialized in fried chicken. And we'd go there, and it seems like we'd order our food. And it seems like it would take like an hour before you would get your food. But it was it was always packed, and they had the best fried chicken. and I have no idea what happened to it.
0: Well, well you know Bridget, okay, um, a couple of thoughts on that. Number one, this is the first time somebody's brought up Henry's in North Kansas City for fried chicken. And the second thing that what you just brought up is part of the reason that we can't get good fried chicken anymore is because you know the true the best, most amazing fried chicken in the world is pan fried, which takes 40 minutes to do it right. You know, and it's so because so a lot of restaurants that do it, they'll deep fry it because you can get it done in probably one third the time. And that's we'll do a panel discussion to figure that out. So, but you know, it's it's true pan fried chicken is almost like the deep dish pizzas in Chicago. You know, you're going to go there, they just flat tell you it's going to take 50 minutes to cook your pizza. You know, and I don't know if people have the patience to sit at a restaurant for 45, 50 minutes while your chicken is being fried.
6: That's true.
0: Yeah, And That place
6: would be packed every Mother's Day.
0: Oh yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Now you know, the, I had uh, David Van Noy from RC's on about a month or month and a half ago, and he talked about we went to RC's for Mother's Day. They had a buffet. The only day of the year they'll do a buffet, and that's and that's. I mean, that was absolutely amazing. You know that they 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 were able to keep up with the buffet just because they knew there was going to be two thousand people going through their buffet line. All right, uh, Bridget, thank you very much for calling. We'll see if we can get some information on Henry's uh, up in North Kansas City See if we can get some information about what happened to them, who they were, and what made their chicken so good.
6: Yeah, that sounds great. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Good morning, Larry. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
7: Thank you very much. I have a quick true story. In the early 50s, my dad owned a nightclub. And he had a cook that made sandwiches, and she quit. And he put an ad out, and a guy walked in and said, I can make sandwiches. And I'm, I was a little boy, so I can't tell you verbatim. him. But my dad hired him, and a man started making barbecue sandwiches. And he had a whole family and no place to live, and my dad gave him the apartment upstairs from the bar. And um, they worked real hard for a while, but they were both stubborn, hard headed, smart, but they had their own opinions. And my dad one day decided to buy a building next door and move his bar and sell the former bar to this fella, uh, that he could make his sandwiches. His name was Russ Fiorello.
0: Oh, really?
7: Absolutely the truth.
0: That is too funny.
7: That's the absolute truth. I was a little kid, but I distinctly... And we used to go out there all the time and... Um, uh, Never had any more business dealings with him, but he was a hard—Russ was a hard-working, decent guy, and um, I always felt good for my dad who gave a guy a job and a place to live, and the rest is history.
0: Well, uh, and, and Russ Fiorella knew a thing or two about barbecue, didn't
7: he? Apparently, he could make a heck of a sandwich right off the bat, <laughs> yeah.
0: See, the the whole restaurant world is full of stories like that. Because in the restaurant business, we get those characters that don't want to work in an office and do other things, and uh, there's some amazing oh, stories God. oh yo, yeah, oh, no kidding
7: they, they don't you know what they'll go out in the jungle with a knife and they'll make a way to go
0: <laughs> well you know if if you if you can survive in the restaurant business more than two years, I mean you're tough, you're survivor.
7: Man, is that ever! The truth. Oh yeah,
0: people don't realize what a tough business it is. Uh, it it really is. But, I mean, because you get attacked from all sides. You know, a lot of businesses are competitive, but when you operate a restaurant, you know that's that's why I love hearing some of these these old legends come in. You know, the the Costello family, you know, and the yeah. The, yeah. the yeah the John Francis, you know, the fried chicken. Just hear some of the things that they went through and the hours that you do, and you know, it, and
7: you can have a hell heck of a run. And have a, a few bad things, and boy, people can't wait to talk about how bad oh, you are.
0: Yep. Yeah, human but human man, nature kicks in.
7: Thank God there are enough people to talk about how good that was, yep. and it's here, and it's been, I don't know how many years that is, a long time. Yeah, it's a
0: long time. Well, you know, um, all you listeners out there, we all need to, to take some of Larry's story to heart. You know, if there are, you know, we we complain that the 80s and 90s are the golden age, and you can't find that anymore. There, there are restaurants that do the things that we that the, the stories that we hear. There are people out there that have passions that pour their sweat and blood into their business. It's everything they got, and they operate like that. You know, there's bad restaurants and there's chains. You know, but if, if you find somebody out there that's that's doing the little things right and they have a passion for their food, we better support them, or they're going to be gone.
7: Hey, you show up, you work your rear end off, you try, you improve, you work, you work, you work, and you make it.
0: Larry, thank you very much. I appreciate you calling in. You're always welcome to call in. My pleasure. All right. Thank you. You bet. Bye. Good morning, Jody.
1: Welcome to KMB or Kansas City's Food Memories.
6: (laughs) Good morning. Um, I'm going to turn the tables a little bit and talk about Italian steak sandwiches. Used to be in Kansas City, there were multiple places that you could get a really good Italian steak sandwich. And they're just not
0: around anymore. My right. favorite was Wimpy's. Uh, originally at Seventy Fifth and Truth. Right. So there, there were two. that everybody absolutely obsessed over Wimpy's was one. Do you remember the other one? Desto. Yep. Good job. Yeah. yeah, they they were two totally. Fantastic. They were two totally different styles. You know, there's a whole food group called Kansas um, Kansas City Eats. That was created because of the founder's obsession with the Italian steak sandwich from Wimpy's. So uh, uh, we're going to later on this year, you know, I keep saying the summer, but our summer is filling up already. We're going to do a show specifically on Italian steak sandwiches. And so, you know, right. it's yeah. And so we're going to talk about that because, you know, the recipe is part of it, um, you know, because there's so many different ways of doing that, of making the Italian steak sandwich. But uh, we'll go yeah. do a deep dive and we'll see. You know, I'll promote that we're doing that show. Hopefully, we get a couple of cooks from both Wimpy's and from Zesto's calling in to give us some tips.
6: Can I ask real quick? Great. The other show I'd love to hear you do is one on donuts. My family was the uh, owners of Weaver's Donuts that were also at 75th and Truth. And uh, a show on uh, donuts and uh, individually owned shops would be a fun topic. Sure. What was
0: your favorite donut from there?
6: Um, the Chocolate Long John non fill My huh. uncle would get up at 2 in the morning and make the donuts and he did that for uh, about 30 years.
0: Alright, so I, I I got something that'll help you out just a little bit. What side town do you live in? I am South
6: Kansas City. Alright,
0: so this will be a little bit of a drive. There's a place called Mr. D's Donuts. Okay, they're at 75th and Neiman, which is about one mile west of I I-35. So you can just All take right. I-35, 75th. Tell you a story. was a place um, on Metcalf, about 85th at Metcalf, that made the best chocolate donuts, twists or long johns, non-filled. Absolutely loved them. They went out of business. So yeah, I was... we used to stop
6: there uh, on Friday morning before school with the kids. Yep. they have great memories of that place. All right, so... Um, to the Italian
0: Villa. Yep. Okay, so I'll, I'll cut the story short because we're, we're almost running out of time. So when I ran out, so when they quit making those over there, I went looking everywhere, and I couldn't find exactly what I was looking. So I approached the owners of Mr. D's and I said, hey, here's what I miss. I want to help you create, recreate that donut. And so it's part of it's recipe. Part of it's the ingredients. And so long story short, um, you go in and get their chocolate, their double chocolate cake donut or their chocolate glazed donut. They changed their recipes, okay. tweaked it a little bit. They now use European cocoa. In that, and so it's the shape will be different, but my gosh, it is the most amazing chocolate donut you will ever have.
6: Oh, well, check it out! Yep, thank you. All right, Looking thank you. For the Italian
0: steak story. Oh, uh, okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, make sure you follow us. All right, so the okay, listeners bye-bye. out. Yep, thank you, Jody. So um, I think we're. I don't know if we have time to take. If we could probably take one more call if somebody wants to call in. Well, Sherry, what do you think? This is. Can you, did you know that the hour's almost over already?
2: No, it's flown by.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy, but it's, you know, we kind of jump around topic to topic. And, and Sure, you've done a good job of training. <laughs> Thanks.
2: I'm yeah. I've done my Very best. Very good. Yeah. yeah. You guys uh, are doing well with this. This is this, impressive. I, this is I love fun, seeing it? this side of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's so... Sure. How many years did it take you before you told her about this? Four? Well, no, I started thinking about this <laughs> in 2018. Okay. But see, but I get all kinds of ideas. I don't... And you I don't, knew how she was going to be. No. 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 She just... I, I got to have it thought out because she'll make a, a snap judge in like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I She's don't... She's that way, isn't she? Well, I've got... I've got... For every one good idea... She knows you. I, yeah. For every one good idea, I've got probably 30 or 40 that are pretty bad.
1: Maybe 30 or 40,000. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, so it's. So I don't waste her time unless it's it's fairly well thought out. So, you know, it, it worked out. But I was cutting it close on this one. Because I had to tell you first, because mm-hmm. then I had to find out if the station had any time available. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they first came out, I said, all right, I'll make this easy. I'm only going to do it on KMBZ, and I'm only going to do it the hour after Toby. Yep. If that's not available, then I'm not doing the show.
1: Oh, well, I'm glad it was available.
0: Yeah. It's I almost, like the show. I, this is crazy. It is great. So how many shows do we, did we get out of um, potential shows out of today's, the calls? So we've got going backwards. We've got Donuts. We have the Italian steak sandwiches that we've talked about. Um, You know, Russ Fiorella's. I'd love to get back to the history from the Hold on just a
1: second. We need to talk with Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
6: Uh, Good morning. It's been so much fun listening to all the past memories. Well, thank you. I I don't think anybody mentioned Pisano's Italian restaurant that was at 85th and Holmes. Eighty fourth, eighty
0: fifth, and Holmes. How long have they been gone?
6: Oh gosh, oh over, over thirty.
0: Okay, over 30 I remember years. that. Oh, do
6: you? I really just don't remember
0: the name. You never I, mentioned them. No, well, I don't. Didn't remember the name. Okay, what was good? What did they have that was so good?
6: Well, the the one thing I remember because I was pretty young when we went there, my family knew the owners, and for my birthday, I got to eat the Italian rum cake. How old
0: were you? Mm, I won't say. (laughs) How old were you when you ate that rum cake?
6: Uh, Probably maybe 10.
1: (laughs) Robert, I want that cake.
0: (laughs) Forget it, Toby. Italian rum cake. (laughs) It was so good. That's too (laughs)
6: funny. They would only let me have three bites of it, and that was it.
0: Well, you know what? Okay, so listeners out there, if you have any good stories about Paisano's, um, at 85th and Holmes. If you know somebody that was involved in that or if you think there's some dishes or stories that might be worthy of a, of a, a full show on that in the future, um, shoot me an email, robert at makethemsmile.com. Sherry, did you get a text from your mom and dad?
2: Yeah. Um, so dad kind of came up with, two, he's not for sure if this is exactly the one. He mentioned the Italian restaurant Paisano's um, that he says is like a 10th engaged. He says they have Really, really good food, but he wasn't sure if that was so. Really, the one. that has the
0: same name as the, the yeah, story that Kathy just called,
2: yeah. Okay. And he also <laughs> said there was could have been one called Giorgio's, um, but he wasn't sure, he is not familiar with that one. But okay. he, he thought maybe it could be either of those.
0: All right, Kim, if you're still listening, Nando gave us uh, two different leads for you, Kathy. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate well, you sharing the story about paisanos, and I want that Italian rum cake. Oh, forget about it <laughs> next Saturday. <laughs> Toby, I'll start working on it after you actually go out and have fried chicken with me.
2: <laughs> I want right. the Italian
0: sandwich. Oh, Italian steak sandwich? Yeah. All right. Put now you see why I have so many things to do. <laughs> so, I mean, we've got a good six or seven. Oh, Ruby's Cafe. I want information about that one. Okay. I want more information from Jenny's. I think Phil talked and about that. Kathy, thank you for calling. Thank you. Have okay. a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Man, we, see, having Sherry here, we ran out of time to talk about stuff. There used to, to be a stuff. restaurant It was on...
1: Blue Ridge Boulevard. Okay. Around the 87th, I don't know, 85, 87th, And they did breaded pork tenderloin sandwiches. Mm. Every time I would go by, I'd have to stop and have one. The best of, oh, and I can't think of the name okay, of that. Okay, so race.
0: that's coming up in the next four weeks. So um, Rod okay. Gray and his wife Sherry, uh, the closer is her nickname. Uh, they're going to be on, we're going to do a show on pork tenderloins that we missed from the 80s and 90s. Mm. So Rod and Sherry, I think back about, uh, four or five years ago, went on a pork tenderloin tour. So every Tuesday, okay. they went to a different restaurant. They even drove up to Des Moines. Now, I would do that now. Well, yeah. Well, well, I mean, uh, they're they're checking their schedule when they're okay. going to come in, so people can tell us about what their favorite tenderloin pork tenderloin sandwich was from the '80s and '90s, and they could tell us if there's somebody that's open now that would have a similar style. Yes. So I that'll want, be, a fun t- yeah.
1: that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah.
0: Now, how can people get in touch with you? Okay. If they want to get a hold of me, it's robert at makethemsmile.com. That's my direct email address. And um, I'll respond back to you. And that's, I mean, th- this show is, I, we started the show, and I'm and Sherry and I are paying for the show, but this is really your show, the audience. We talk about what you want to talk about. We dig deep. We do, you know, we, we bounce around different subjects, and every once in a while we do a deep dive. You know, and that, that's well, what's fun. We haven't fun. talked
1: about fried chicken yet, have we? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Only about eight or nine times. <laughs> all right. And for all the people that sent me texts in, um, I print those off and I'll go through those um, uh, later on today. We'll look at that one. So okay. I'll send email Tuesday. i will update a couple of the things that we just talked about. Okay. What do you think? Was it, was it, was it worth the risk? It a great
1: show today. I think Sherry did a good job. Uh, maybe I'll let her do the show training next week. Yeah, she maybe I'll training let her do
0: you. the show by herself. Just you and her. Okay, I would oh, like that.
2: We could totally do yeah, that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, We'll do yeah. that, and yeah. maybe we'll just keep it that way. Well, I'm, I'm okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll make
0: some changes at the bakery. All okay. right, <laughs> so things are going to change. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the
1: deal. We're out of time. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye.
7: This concludes this broadcast of Kansas.